0: What is going on everyone welcome back to my channel today. We're looking at some r slash pro revenge stories Revenge to the tune of fifty thousand dollars plus on an owner who wrongfully fired me. I applied for a job as a bar manager at a new resto bar that opened up in my area, Ontario, Canada. The owner of this bar had some issues with her liquor license being revoked at a previous establishment, and there was some sort of stipulation. This part I'm not clear on, where she was required to do the following in order to get another liquor license. Firstly, not be on site or involved in the business in any capacity for any reason. She was a prohibited person and i believe she made her husband the owner on paper but for this story she is referred to as the owner and secondly hire a manager with five plus years experience and a smart surf certificate to run and be responsible for the bar after a short interview process i was offered the job and was told of these terms i accepted them despite the already apparent red flags i was a very poor student when the restaurant bar opened everything quickly fell apart despite the owner not being allowed to be on premises she proceeded to micro manage both the kitchen and front of house she stopped scheduling kitchen staff to save money and was working in the kitchen herself food quality plummeted customers became irate at how long of a wait it was and word spread quickly in the small town eventually a select few regulars became our only customers more hours got cut waitresses and kitchen staff were let go the owner was now drinking at the bar and at the same time was waitressing and cooking this was all in the matter of a month one night that month it was exceptionally nice out and we had a lot of boaters in the area. We had a pier near the bar where boats could dock and walk into the restaurant. A large group had walked in on this night and they were both very clearly underage and very clearly over intoxicated. I immediately cut them off to which they made a very large stink about it enough that the owner's husband came over to ask what happened. I explained that I'd cut the group off and wasn't going to serve them to which the owner's husband decided to take their drink orders and serve them anyways. Obviously money was tight so so they didn't care about the rules the next day the owner pulls me into the office and accused me of stealing $50 out of the till the night previous I knew this to be a lie a lie that could be easily disproven because there is a camera located directly above the till That is synced to the time code on the pos. I was fired on the spot I 100% believe this was because I was refusing to serve customers and thereby damaging their bottom line I was really miffed to be accused of doing something. I didn't do and more upset that she used this lie. She made up as an excuse to fire me. Because the stipulation of her having her liquor license was me working at the bar as manager, I emailed the liquor control board when I got home and informed them of the rules being broken at the bar. A liquor inspector came to meet me later that week and took a statement. He then paid a surprise visit to the bar and was able to witness all of the things that I informed him, including the owner both being on site and being involved in the business, serving minors, and serving intoxicated persons. The liquor inspector slapped them with a very large fine north of $50,000. Their liquor license was suspended and the owner was too broke to pay the fine and was forced to close the restaurant. I received death threats from her for a while after that, but the revenge was absolutely worth it. Wow, what a story. You know, I've come to expect this from the revenge subreddits. The quality of writing and the quality of story is just so much higher, I think, than a lot of other subreddits. So let me get this straight. This is what happened. The authorities said you can't serve minors or the openly intoxicated the manager said, okay, but I'm gonna do it anyway. The authorities then gave her a 50,000 fine, and the manager had a surprise Pikachu face. Now, just before we get into the next video, I quickly wanna say if you haven't yet subscribed to my channel, please hit that button. We are now on 245,000 subscribers. That's only 5,000 away from a quarter of a million. That's just mind blowing. I would absolutely love to be able to say that we hit 250,000 on Christmas Day. But for that to happen, a lot of you would need to subscribe. So come on, let's try and get there in time for christmas now for our second story neighbors dogs kill co-workers cat Co-worker ruins their christmas quick notes I was part of this story but not the dealer nor receiver of the revenge years ago I used to work with a receptionist in a vet clinic named Margot. Margot was and still is a very sweet 65 year old woman who had been at this practice since it was opened some 40 years ago She always had a smile a joke compliments and baked goods for your birthday. She never had an uncomfortable word to say about anyone she was seriously one of the coolest people i'd ever worked with and she basically knew everyone from our regular clients to our mailman's granddaughter the only bad thing about margot and this was not her fault was that she and her family lived next to one of the trashiest nastiest families i'd ever met that had two even nastier pit bulls. i'm talking nastier than poop that had been hoarded by dung beetles for years nasty and these dogs were constantly escaping and terrorizing the neighborhood even trying to get into her house Margot had asked them more than once to please keep the dogs contained, especially since she had an elderly fat cat named Smokestack. And these pits had attacked smaller animals before. The family basically told her to rot in heck, that they knew what they were doing, how dare she accuse the breed, yada yada, basically blowing her off. Margot knew there had been reports filed against her neighbors, but nothing had ever been done about it really. So she made sure to keep Smokestack in the house to keep him safe and was very careful not to let him out. If you'd been paying attention up until this point you'll notice i'm using the word was and had regarding old smokestack and it was as awful as you think three weeks before christmas margot had the day off and was in the garage with smokestack fiddling with some christmas decorations unbeknownst to her the pits next door got out and broke through the bottom of her garage door they went right for smokestack before she could blink and started to tear the cat apart margot screamed for help and it was only when her son and husband came out with a baseball bat that they were able to free smokestack from the jaws of these dogs i was working this day and will never forget when she came in crying harder than i'd ever seen anyone cry in my life clutching poor dying smokestack in her arms her husband had to hold her while we tried to bring smokestack back but we couldn't do it it would have taken a miracle of god and then some and he passed away a truly trash way to go in what should have been the golden years of his fat cat life margot sat there for a while with his mangled body quietly crying for a while before she finally kissed whatever part of him was still intact and stood up she told us all i've got a job to do take care of him girls and then left we figured margot would take a few days off to be with family and then continue on with life as normal we figured wrong now when i say margot knew everyone i mean everyone Right after she left the hospital, Margot gathered herself up and went to the police with pictures of poor smokestack and told her story. The same police officers she had watched grow up over the last 20 years, from rowdy middle schoolers she used to help babysit to the officers they were today. They were absolutely shocked to hear what had happened to their surrogate grandma and pushed her case to the front of the line. The case found itself before a judge whose daughter had gone to school with Margot's daughter. The judge granted an emergency dangerous animal extraction warrant to her neighbors. Of course, there was a hearing, within two weeks, which I gotta admit was ridiculously fast. The neighbors tried to argue that their dogs weren't aggressive. They even went so far as to accuse Margot of having it out for their family and making it all up. But their argument trickled when the dozens of dangerous animal reports were presented and finally completely dried out when Margot presented the surveillance video her grandson had gotten, showing the dogs coming into her property and attacking poor smokestack. The emergency extraction and humane destruction of her neighbor's dogs was granted. It was Christmas Eve when Margot heard a knock on her door. She opened it up to see the neighbors standing there, sobbing uncontrollably. They were begging her to stop animal control, that they had these dogs since they were puppies, how the kids were would be devastated and it would ruin christmas and if she could find it in her heart to give the dogs another chance up until this moment the neighbors had behaved abominably they didn't offer to fix the garage they never apologized for trying to slander her name in court heck they didn't even pay for smokestack to be cremated at no point had they even shown the slightest shred of remorse for what damage their dogs had done and as the neighbors stood there blubbering and whimpering about how this was going to ruin their christmas margot looked them straight in the eye and Told them in her calmest voice You took away my family So now I'm taking yours And shut the door in their face Just as Animal Control pulled up onto the driveway Margot was not surprised As she watched the dogs get hauled into the truck And taken away After all it was her idea for Animal Control To take the dogs on Christmas Eve A perk from having known the AC officer Supervisor for years Margot even made sure the dogs were euthanized Before the outside Christmas lights turned on That night The family never received the remains nor did they ever get a chance to bring another animal into their family as the father proceeded to drunk drive into a telephone pole that same night killing him instantly oh god the mum went off the deep end so cps picked up the kids by february and ultimately the house foreclosed in september despite how traumatic smokestack's death was i'd like to think that if the neighbors had shown at least some regret margot might not have gone as far as she did she was and is still the person to forgive and forget or maybe she also Ultimately knew it had to be done to push it to this point of no return before another family lost a member to these irresponsible neighbors. Either way, thank you Margot for making the world a little bit safer for the pets in this world and rest in peace smokestack. Hopefully I'll see you on the other side with your favorite orange sock and a can of tuna. Oh my goodness me, well I've just got to say rest in peace smokestack, you will be missed. Honestly, I know we're on r slash pro revenge right now but this would not be a miss on r slash nuclear revenge. What an incredible woman this lady is though liked by almost everyone so kind so complimentary so selfless But also with a steely backbone Not often do you meet people like this so generous, but also do what they believe in and stick up for their loved ones Yes, you could argue that two wrongs don't make a right but in many ways what she did was right First of all justice for smokestack and second of all those dogs were seriously dangerous They needed to be put down. Yeah, it sucks for the family, but honestly they deserved it I got fired and went after the boss's money, his hotel and his marriage. Back when I was still in university, I used to work for a hotel to make ends meet. When I started, the hotel very urgently needed new personnel. So I cut a deal with the old owner about getting to choose and pick shifts so I could visit my courses and exams. Speaking some extra foreign languages, I also got a little bonus each month on top. The old owner was a great guy. He owned multiple hotels, so I rarely saw him. But when he was in the house, he always made a point to have drinks with the staff chat with us and if we were free he even invited those on the front desk to fancy restaurants who were not on shift fast forward i'd worked in the hotel for a few years now and was nearing the completion of my studies so it wouldn't have been an eternity until i had to quit anyway as i was of course more interested in working in my field of study as part of my deal with the old owner i mostly chose to work night shifts this allowed me to visit my courses at university during the day to make up for my privileges i had picked up the habit of doing some extra work in the dead of night Shifts would normally have to do, when I, on contrast, could have sat around and stared at the walls. People were grateful for the help in the beginning, and we became a rather tight knit group, but over time people rotated in and out. When the old owner retired and his butthole of a son took over the business as the new owner, I already feared the worst. The new owner didn't like me very much. I never found out the exact reason for that one. I was at that point nearly the sole veteran left from when I started. Among the tasks I had taken on was doing light clerical tasks to ease the manager's job in the morning. for that, I generally had to use the manager's network account. One night, while doing my list, I logged into the manager's account and emailed to do my job. Then, I saw an email with my name in the subject line. I know it is not nice to snoop, but of course I read it. Turns out, the new owner wanted to get rid of me. I still have my old employee contract with the bonuses for foreign language abilities and was allowed by my contract to pick and choose shifts. I can only assume these privileges are what made the new owner hate me. I have no idea if he had other reasons, because to be honest, They seemed very weak to me But he couldn't fire me without cause on top of that. I would be owed severance if fired and generally there were not enough bodies In the shift rotation without me though the new owner didn't seem to understand that point as the emails told me I looked for more emails concerning me and I found them There was an email chain between some of the employees the manager and the new owner I was of course not cc'd as I was the hated topic the employees didn't like me hogging the night shifts Because those paid better and for every night you worked you got paid the night Bonus the manager was the only one rather neutral on the matter and just curbed their enthusiasm to get rid of me as They needed me to be fully staffed the new owner and my colleagues actively conspired to make a hostile work environment So I would quit of my own volition. I was furious I thought about a variety of reactions from egging their cars to burning down the hotel But I settled on a less crazy method of revenge. I called my uncle at 2am asking for advice My uncle is a lawyer. So for sake of proof, I forwarded myself all the emails I made photos printed them out made copies and filmed the whole deal just to be sure My uncle told me to sit tight and see if things got worse or if it was just bluster And so I gave it a few days and things did take a turn Snide remarks about my looks clothing and so on were only the tip of the iceberg Some of the colleagues were just as professional as before But the conspirators always left extra work for me or pawned off trash duties they normally had to do onto me I always kept a spare shirt and suit at work just to have a change which suddenly disappeared one guy even started to threaten me with violence but i kept clenching my butt cheeks i would not give them the satisfaction of saving on the severance or giving in i am a big boy after all i did however stop doing any extra work i was not obligated to do which in the end was the reason they used to fire me they still had to pay my severance the next day my uncle with bundled proof of the email and all documented harassment by my colleagues served the hotel my lawsuit it started with wrongful termination and ended with harassment reportedly the manager went white as a sheet when he realized where the emails must have come from the new owner had been on vacation and had to cancel his expensive vacation in france to deal with this their counsel advised them to settle so i accepted my severance and a hefty bonus on top enough money to last me until the end of university without work but that was not all my revenge i'd gone after the new owner's money but in the next step i went after the hotel i had used all the spare time during night shifts alone to document every last violation of city county district state and federal law i could find that went from minor things like some harmless molds under the kitchen sink to substantial violations like modifications to the building the building was under a limited form of historical protection by federal law on the ground of it being built and inhabited by somewhat important historical figures a few hundred years back so every renovation or change in floor plans needed to be signed off by a committee which can take ages there is also a grant paid to the new owner by the government for keeping the building intact as is so with my uncle's help i sent documentation of every violation i could find to the corresponding agency in one month everything from health building code fire safety to the finance and work police crawled over the hotel in the end it was the building and fire inspectors that shut the place down the new owner had done substantial renovations to the top floor luxury apartments which he used when he was in town so the new owner had to pay back the grant pay fines for unauthorized alterations to the building endangering his guests because something wasn't built right according to fire code and he had to close down the shop until the building was fixed. I also tipped off a friend who had studied journalism and worked at a local paper. The paper ran an article on all the violations accumulated which tanked the business once it had reopened, as the newspaper article had led to horrible reviews. In the end to afford all the fines, repayments and building costs, the new owner sold the hotel. As the cherry on top all the buttholes who had tried to harass me out lost their job. Granted the people who didn't do anything to me lost their jobs too, but they didn't do anything to stand up for me or help me either So I don't feel too much remorse And the revenge cherry on top was That the new owner whenever he was in town Used to bring home escorts Which in my country is not illegal But he was married It took some doing to get that information to the new owner's Wife but one of my former colleagues Who had quit before this had all happened had her Email so I let her know what The new owner was up to when he was out of town I don't know what exactly happened But they did divorce in the end Make of that what you will Oh, things you love to see you know all the best stories start with I have a insert family member who's a lawyer That's when you know that stories like this are gonna get really intense and the revenge is gonna be so satisfying I love how the uncle just knew exactly what to do in this situation. He was like, yep I've seen this all before i'm gonna destroy this company with your emails Like if anything this would not be out of place on our slash nuclear revenge All that really happened to you was that you were fired It was wrong the way you were fired, but you were fired not the biggest deal But in the end you got rid of all this guy's money destroyed his hotel and ruined his marriage like that is insane the only person that i do feel bad for is the old owner all his hard work came crumbling down due to one butthole of a son but then again this guy totally deserved everything you did so fair play now for our second story scam me for 80 dollars for cleaning on move outs i don't think so jack background about 10 years ago my landlord died or at least the person who owned the place we were renting the property managers had been delightful but whoever inherited wanted to sell so the house was for sale enter a jack bar we'll call him jack who decides to buy the place now ours was the top floor i.e attic converted into a suite of a house less than 35 square meters which is about 375 square feet the bathroom was literally where the stairs up to the top floor used to be the place was tiny jack came to check out the place as you should before buying a place he had one of those bluetooth earpieces in and i can't even remember if he even acknowledged us he spent about 30 to 45 seconds in our suite next time we hear from him is about to a month later, apparently he'd bought the place. He stops by to give us a notice of rent increase effective in six months, which is the legal minimum. From $485 to $795, the place is not worth that much. We say nuts to that and decide to buy a house since what the heck, it's not much more per month. Surprise to anyone who's never bought a house, it was more than just mortgage payments. We give him all the required notice to move out. We move and clean the place up really well. Mind you, when my partner moved in, it was not a special Clean, and we happen to have the move in inspection which mentions this. Jack decides to try to scam us for $80 of our damage deposit for cleaning. He doesn't provide the required forms, he just says, I'm going to hold $80 from your damage deposit for cleaning. We responded with, Um, no, you're not. But Jack said, Assuming we need the cash for our next damage deposit or bills and we'll settle for anything, take this or I'm going to keep your whole deposit. Cue revenge. So he decides to just keep the whole deposit, $485. I file paperwork with the rentals man who unsurprisingly after the investigation rule in my favor. he's ordered to refund the whole deposit but Jack decides not to pay and the rentals man doesn’t have any enforcement powers so I have to go to the local sheriff's office. they can send a legal demand letter for the deposit and costs, but it will cost me a hundred to 150 dollars I forget up front sure go ahead. Jack decides to ignore the sheriff's kindly letter. The sheriffs say that they can start proceedings to recover the debt and costs but again I i have to pay up front about 250 dollars and it might take quite a while i guess most people quit at this point being out of pocket 700 dollars, throwing more money at the problem and maybe having to wait months didn't appeal to them and there's also a chance you never collect i chose to pay the sheriffs they sent another less friendly letter to jack but here's the best part now that they're recovering a debt they're going to recover on all of the outstanding judgments against him and apparently he has tried this stuff before they send him another couple letters Up or else. Jack chose else. Then they seized title to Jack's giant white SUV. I can't remember what it was, but not a cheap one. They didn't physically take it away or anything, but they gave him 30 days to pay all the judgments against him, or they would take it and sell it as auction. Somehow he all of a sudden found the money. My share 485 plus 150 plus 250, so $885. The other people who'd registered judgments but not paid to start the collections processes were about 5,000 dollars more. I can't remember how long the whole process took at least six months though. Wow, I love this guy's dedication to the cause. OP, it's incredible that you didn't choose just to pay the $80, although it is a little much. Instead, you ended up paying a lot more, but you got the revenge that you so deserved. The fact that he's not just been doing this to you, but to other people as well proves that it was such a good investment from you to spend your own money to really give this guy the karma he deserves. By being this selfless OP, you hopefully helped a lot of other innocent victims and potential ones feel safer, so good job. Anyway guys that is gonna do it for this episode of r slash pro revenge i really hope you have enjoyed it if you have drop a like on this video comment your opinions down below and also check out the playlist on screen right now for some more revenge stories with that being said i will see you guys all tomorrow for a brand new upload on the channel why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science